for it now. Rising ground to go get it. I am your host, Mike Man, back with another episode of the Hottest Thing Smoking. Rapper Weed TV, the podcast, going up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Anchor, wherever you stream or listen to music podcasts. Which is out really loud, sick performing because of COVID. I'm not passing. Big Bad Woods burning over here. You add us to your playlist, tap the notification button. Flame on is up there. Hey, man. Last night, T Pain went the fuck off. And I guess, in just overall looking at it, this shit has been long overdue and somebody has needed to say it and probably has been saying it for a minute. And chopping it up on this subject, we'll dive into some of my experience, my experience on the subject, because, you know, me being an artist myself, a rapper, you know, at one point, you know, I can relate. But T-Pain went on an epic rant last night and that motherfucker's almost been viewed over a million times already. So I'm quite sure you know about it. But if you don't, let's go into it. This nigga, (coughs) (coughs) this nigga T-Pain, bro, now, it's a lot of fucking artists out there, PSA, let this shit be known to you right now, 
like to all the artists who have ever played their music for somebody or sent their music to somebody or performed at a show and did not get quite the response that they were looking for. You know, this is for you because a lot of the times, a lot of the shit that we make and keep in mind, T-Pain is true. Artists, some of us now, I'm going to say this and I hate to make it seem like, you know, I'm better or different. I just don't, me personally, I don't do what the fuck everybody else is doing. And I can recall coming up in my music career doing exactly just that. And for that reason, and that reason alone, sometimes you didn't get the response that you were looking for because you're doing some shit that's not trendy or you're performing something that's gonna make them think like me I used to try to word my my hooks in a certain way where your ass would have to think you would have to or you would eventually be sitting there listening to it or you would want to hear a certain part over but when you go back and listen to it if you take the time to dissect it and listen to the hook I wanted my shit to be something that was you know some shit you had to really think about or in a certain situation like per se you're sitting up smoking a blunt listening to music chilling vibing and you hear a certain part of a song and you're like oh shit I just just realized he said that that was the element that I strive for every time when I made a song. Now, you know, sometimes it was alright. Sometimes it was cool. Sometimes yeah, it was kind of sketchy. I mean, by no means did I actually blow up as a rapper. I did get notoriety. You know, performed in a lot of shows and shit but even going to all my shows that I performed at or being in the venue with other artists performing one thing I always did was watch who is performing similar music now Just go ahead and call Spade Spade. In the era of the YouTube music shit, basically everybody getting their beats from YouTube because don't lie, you've done it. Everybody that's in music or doing music now within these last decade has gone to YouTube to either procure, lease, or get exclusive rights to a song. Now, <clears throat> in the hip hop community, a lot of us didn't give no fucks about the business end or the stipulations and all that because a lot of us just jack beats. I know for certain because when you're at a show and 
you're about to perform or somebody's going up and you hear your music playing that's to your song. Turns out they have the same music. They have the same beat. Now just imagine being at a show where two, three acts have the same beat. That happened to me once. I get up there. Well, I when I got up there, I scratched my song. And a lot of time, placement was a big factor. Especially like if you know... Because you would go to the shows, say for instance, and I would hate this shit. You go to the shows, the ones that have the same beat that you have. Oh, you you seeing them at about five, six, seven, eight shows down the road. Same shit happening. So you gotta either scratch or scramble. So me, once that happened to me the first time, I would put together like different song packages as far as my performances like just in case somebody came with a beat that I had and see you gotta kinda know what's out there and you gotta kinda know who's doing what so by me going to all those shows seeing who has what beat and using what beat okay a lot of instances I changed that shit up where I didn't even put that song out or I just basically didn't even touch the song. If I found, I got to a point where when I saw or heard a lot of people are having the same beats and it's a possibility we'll run into each other at the same show or some shit, perform at the same show, I scratched that. But I had performance. Two different sometimes three different performance packages set up to go just in case some shit like that happened so I was always kind of like I said I don't try to seem a certain way but I was always kind of forward thinking with this music shit like I saw this shit coming I and people probably don't want to hear and don't believe but you know like when Soldier Boy was doing beats on SoundCloud, I was chopping it up with him, you know, vice versa, going back, you know, trying to fucking work with him. But the same time that I had met and was, you know, chopping it up with him on SoundCloud, the nigga blew up. So, you know, he blew up and, you know, all these little motherfuckers that you've been communicating with on SoundCloud, you ain't thinking about them because you about to be a potential superstar. And that's what happened. So, but <clears throat> I don't say that like I'm, you know, holding some ill will or some shit towards Soldier Boy because like I said, it was just an interaction or communication about me using the beat or me getting on a song with him or making a beat for me or showing basically I was uh, I was doing the beat making shit too and uh, you know asking them what programs to use and all this and that that's how I found out about Fruity Loops and you know everything else but you know I was basically uh, 
thinking that he was going to end up being a big time producer because he was on he was cold on the beats so I figured he was going to be a big time producer and you know he started rapping to some of his beats and you know the rest is history but like T-Pain say and to the point I was trying to make earlier a lot of artists, when you don't get the reaction you're looking for, it's because of what T-Pain says. Like, first impressions is everything. Soon as they turn that shit on, if they hear the beat of somebody else, they hear the pattern, the cadence, the delivery, sounding like somebody else or similar to somebody else that instantly turns certain individuals off like people that are in the music industry like an A&R or people like T-Pain we'll chop it up this is Rapper TV the podcast and we host my man MBMG all day stay tuned chill all day every day from rapper week tv the podcast you got a small business event or product that you need to promote you can get a one month ad placed on rapper week tv the podcast on spotify iHeartRadio, google podcast and more wherever you stream this music or podcast we have current regular listeners in seven countries and throughout the u.s and you can get a one month ad today and receive one month free serious inquiries only just send an email to rapweek podcast at yahoo enter promotion code rwtv25 that's rwtv25 and for more info information just hit the email below Podcast at yahoo.com Mike man, NBMG all day. Chill. And we're back. Rapper Weed TV podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man, representing NBMG all day. A day. And we're talking about T Pain's epic message in rant last night. If you did not hear it, question you have or you will, almost a million views already, if not more, but he just basically just went off on artists because, you know, he has his, his YouTube channel and to be honest, T-Pain is turning out to be in looking like he was one of the realest out here in the game because him being a mega star like he is a mega producer like he is he gives opportunities or tries to give opportunities to a lot of artists now I mean he has time now basically not really but he's giving you a little bit of time making time, creating content on his YouTube channel, his podcast, all this. But he's giving you time. And he's always been giving you time. 
people didn't appreciate him for the auto-tune shit. Now, let's just say this. When he came out and was doing the auto-tune, nobody other than Roger Troutman and Zapnam, those are the only ones you ever heard with that shit. I think there was a... There was one more. But nobody really used auto-tune. And then to think of a rapper using it, he came out as almost damn your first rapper used the auto-tune. Created a wave in a lane that now, nowadays, everybody is using auto-tune. Or some form of variation in it. Or the producer is adding some type of auto-tune-ish reverb or effect on it at the end in production, post-production. So, but T-Pain hits the nail on the head, man. That part about the baby and the baby, like, be honest. My, when I first heard of the baby, like I said, I rock with the baby. But then when I heard Lil Baby, it's like, it was almost as if motherfucker was trying to, you know, and I'm gonna call it what it is because being an artist myself, I've seen it. Motherfuckers are trying to either take some of your shine by using a play on your name or changing it up or changing a letter or something or rearranging it and a lot of times that's how you can uh, like that's one of old one of Soldier Boy's old marketing tactics where he used to that's how he used to get uh, famous people to check out his, his shit he would tag he would tag all his music as other people like famous people and famous shit and then when you go looking for, let's say, Puff Daddy or Notorious Big or Tupac, you see Soldier Boy shit linked down there in it somewhere. So you're going to click on that. And, you know, that's how he got more notoriety. But T-Pain, he's basically just saying, niggas need to be more original. And that's why I used to sit up there. Like, when I would write, I would, don't get me wrong, like, artists, we listen to other artists, we hear it, I mean, music is universal, you can't escape it, you're gonna hear somebody else's music somewhere, in any form, whether it's on the elevator, or you on the highway, you're gonna hear somebody's music, whether it's the music you like or prefer, and what you're gonna hear something and when I would listen to a lot of artists I would listen to what they're saying and try to either change it up in a way that you would have to think about it and realize it's damn yeah or the same shit he said but a clever way of saying it like gotta change this shit up and a lot of artists like he said, 
lot of them coming with that little baby flow, the baby flow, the Uzi Vert, XXX, Tentacion, Lil Yachty, like, everybody coming with those styles in a way, then you think about Soulja Boy, the Goyeos, like, the, um, NBA Young Boys. Everybody trying to sound like whoever's out now. Thinking that's going to grab the attention of somebody. No, but you got to think about it. NBA Young Boy, the way he sounds, the way he delivers his shit, it was like nobody else. It was some shit that the youngsters in Louisiana's or surrounding areas could relate to. It sounded just like them. The baby doesn't sound like nobody in Louisiana. Little baby doesn't sound like nobody in Louisiana. J. Cole doesn't sound like nobody in Louisiana. That you know of, but I'm quite sure there is a few. There always are. I mean, Life imitates art, right? But T Pain hits the nail on the head, man. We're gonna run it back. Give me some original shit! Give me some. Are you seriously telling me that you sat here and watched me tell a bitch to eat a dick and you thought that wasn't original? Are you seriously sitting here telling me that eat a dick? Yeah, like, like, I would, like I say, when I used to listen to artists, and I listen to some of the shit they say, and you can hear, like, say for instance now, with this rant, if you go back, you can pick any 10 artists right now that are on the charts. From Lil Baby to Baby, Megan Thee Stallion, Coyle Ray, whoever you want to go with. Pick them. Go down that line. Listen to some songs. Tell me you won't hear the same phrases. And damn you all them songs, if not over half of them. That's what he's saying, the original shit, like, <laughs> the eat a dick. Tell a bitch to eat a dick part. <laughs> Not trying to offend nobody, but... Come on now. Think about how many songs you've heard that in. Already. That's not talking about the new ones that are coming. That's the ones that we've known and loved for years. How many songs can you name... With the phrase, eat a dick in it. <laughs> but, I mean, T-Pain, and he caught flag 
well, not really flat, but he revealed some shit like when he was on an airplane with Usher. You know, they were flying somewhere or whatever. And Usher kind of alluded to the fact that or made it seem like T-Pain messed up music. You know, Usher, you know, he's a singer. Just singing. Probably not as like he used to be, but he still is a singer. He never really used the dev into the auto-tune part. Probably now. But coming up, he was just, hey, just blowing lungs. But he kind of mentioned T-Pain. The T-Pain messed up music with the auto-tunes and got everybody doing the auto-tunes and oversaturation and this and blah, blah, blah. Kind of had him feeling depressed. And that's why we haven't been really hearing from T-Pain like that. But when you think about it, everybody trying to get in his lane, catch his wave, and copy what he did. Because everybody using auto-tune. People that can't sing all that well and hit that note, that certain note, using auto-tune. But Usher tells him that he messed up music by coming into the game strictly using auto-tune as his style. Like, you can't... You can't help what people copy. Like I say, life imitates art. The T-Pain said, y'all need to change that shit up, bro. He said, y'all need to change that shit up. the up-and-coming artist now. Think about it. Like, when you in there creating a song, who you trying to sound like? Who you copying? Is somebody you copying. One of them in there, you copying your favorite artist. If you're in a group, one of you trying to rap like one of these niggas over here. It's a given. Life imitates art. We get that, man. But, shit. Like I was saying, T-Pain, no, on this channel, the same channel he's doing the rant on, he, he offers free beats that he created for people to use, 
he giving people uh, A&R's perspective or a music head's perspective on their music. Where else can you get input? Where else can you get somebody famous to listen to your music, really? Unless you just so happen to catch them at the perfect time, the right time. The stars are aligned in the universe. And you just happen to be in the right place at the right time. Music ready. And this star walks up or you just walk up on this star. I could have did that shit. We walked up on uh, Big Boy, Slim Calhoun, and Big Gip from uh, Goody Mob in uh, the Bayou Classic one year. Actually had CDs in hand, passing out CDs, going around, but gave out all the CDs, and then we walked into Big Boy now. I'm getting ready to try to bust into a flow. My homie fucked up the whole situation. <laughs> My homie fucked up the whole situation by asking Big Boy, what a weed at? <laughs> yeah, I ran into Big Boy of Outcast at Bayou Classic one year. Him, Slim Calhoun. Big Gip. Andre 3000, he wasn't with him. CeeLo, he wasn't with him. But I think Cujo, I think Cujo, he was there. Big Gip, Cujo, Slim Calhoun, Big Boy, and some other cats. And my homie asked this nigga where the weed at. He was like, all right, damn, all right. We're going to be out, bro. I'm like, bro, nigga, you know why the fuck we came down here? I'm trying to promote my music and shit. We just ran out of CDs. So hell, I'm about to go into full audition mode right here on Canal Street. With Big Boy of Outcast. And this nigga gonna blurt out, what a weed there, bro. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, my nigga, he know who the fuck he is. But yeah, that was, yeah, that was a memory I just wanted to share. But it's almost like an artist, you have to be original. You have to be able to, you know, perform at a moment's notice, but doing the same shit like me, the thought that it was outcast because outcast at the time you know they wasn't doing shit like or sounding like everybody else at the time or the trend so I'm thinking with my style or the style that I'm trying to portray or bring out that you know this may be some shit that would be perfect for me to be aligned with outcast you know for the style I mean <clears throat> don't get me wrong I was a big outcast fan as if a lot of folks in the south had this shit on heavy rotation 
But, I mean, I wasn't trying to sound like outcast. Because, like I said, I would listen to people's songs. Like, from Outkast, Devin the Dude. My favorite artist, Dr. Dre back then. Uh, Devin the Dude. Outkast. Goody Mob. Scarface. Willie D. Ghetto Boys, basically. You know, Ice Cube. Pop. Big. I was listening to, you know, all the big ones like everybody else. And some of the unknown ones. Gangsta Nip. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, uh, just even Gangsta Nip. Like, when Gangsta Nip, if you don't know who Gangsta Nip is, from, I think he was from uh, H-Town. Somewhere in that area. But Gangsta Nip was a gangster rapper who came out, damn yeah, basically, in my opinion, like one of the first, like, hard, hardcore motherfucking rappers. Like, real gangster shit. Like, the shit NWA was kicking, he was kicking that shit. The same time they was coming about. But, so to say who's the first I don't know but I think he is one of the pioneers of that gangster shit because he was saying go back and listen to Gangsta Nip the shit he was saying nobody was saying that but it was original but you know T-Pain you know his rant it's the talk of the town today man It's the talk of the town, man. <laughs> Let's see what else. Uh oh. It's not even a problem of people sending me music. It's people sending me the same fucking music that everybody else is doing, and they get mad when I say, well, I already heard this. Yeah. Like, be honest, because I'm going to be honest. A lot of shit I would create. Like, sometimes, even trying not to sound like somebody, you'll end up sounding like somebody else. Which ultimately leads to it not sounding original, some shit. Like, some phrases... Like I say, if I take a phrase and I use the same words but place them differently, it's still the same shit because it's the same words. Why not say the same shit using different words altogether? Sometimes I would do that, you know, hit and miss. But overall, me, that was one of my main goals when I was coming up. 
Just be original. Don't sound like nobody else. I remember one of my I, my baby mama one time. <clears throat> like I said, I, I would word my choruses in a certain way that would make you think or try to. And I remember one song I made. My baby mama listened to that motherfucker, and she was like. Like, why do you say it like that? Or why do you say this? I'm like, shit, because I don't want to sound like everybody else. And she going to tell me some shit that, uh, it sounds like you, you trying too hard. And in some cases, I was. Shit. I remember a lot of times I'd be trying to say some shit fast or, you know, Damn, you're almost like Twister, but not Twister. You know. But sometimes I can pull that shit off. Sometimes I didn't. One or a few times I'll get lucky. <laughs> but I constantly being able to do shit now. So as an artist, you try to look to be original every time. Like... All my, uh, I got a family full of artists. A family full of artists. I don't really critique them or have to critique them because thinking about it, if you listen to them all, they don't sound like, you know, other artists. And I think, especially my, uh, my cousin Marquez play a P from uh, So APNT. Like he, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to say he came up under me, but I'd like to think that I had some kind of influence on, you know, the way he came about and went about doing this shit. Now, the moves he's making now, he's on a level that my ass should have been on when I was doing it. Like that was the, the the same shit he's doing now. Those are the thoughts that I came into the game with. But I just couldn't implement it. Implement my shit like he does. Like he, he was able to procure a building. Like you have a base of operations for your label where you can print merch, you can do photography, you can shoot videos, and you can record. And you can offer these services to everybody else. Same shit. Same premise. But I couldn't, you know, never get around doing that because, you know, I hate to say it, you know, life hit. Child support was a motherfucker, so. Overall, bro, it's all about originality. And like I was saying with Player P, Marquez, you know, I always try to. I remember, you know, when he was coming up, all the little groups that he had coming up. And I would tell him, hey, try to, you know, be original, be you, don't be nobody else. And then a lot of times, 
when I would come home or I'd run into him and he'd let me listen to some new music, I didn't have to say shit because listening to him, for one, his sound, it's not sounding like nobody. Just like I wanted and kind of instilled and kind of told him, he was already on it. So he really didn't need no coaching. Like he was being original, not sounding like nobody else. And, you know, gradually he kind of been taking off. And they, they've been taking off. They've been doing, they are way far known more than what they have been. So kudos to them. But like I say, all my other family members, like listening to them, like their deliveries, their flow now. My nephew, I got a nephew, young, young Stu. Some cases, no, a song of his may, it may sound like, you know, somebody else. But just his voice and the way he delivers it, you know, it almost seems different. If that makes sense. I mean, like, he doesn't, he, he doesn't go to a, a certain, basically he doesn't go to the level of sounding like Lil Uzi Vert or whoever. He doesn't, it's almost like he's trying to take a bit of it and, you know, kind of tweak it. But his delivery, his voice, is already seeming different. So a lot of that, a lot of shit can be attributed, you know, to your voice, your delivery, your sound, the way you sound when it comes out. You know, that might give you a pass. But like if you come with the same type of beat as the baby, the Uzi Vert or whatever, all right, that's a strike on you right there as far as T-Pain thank you this is Rapper Weed TV the podcast I'm your host Mike Man representing BMG chill I'm Rising Ground to go get it. I'm Mike, man, the host of the Hottest Thing, Smoking Rapper Weed TV, the podcast, and Rapper Weed TV. You need photos, videography of your next event, performance, contact the Highlights Photography at 214 749 8794. We won't beat up your budget, but if you don't have a budget, we're willing to work with you. So contact D. Highly's Photography at 214-749-8794. You won't be disappointed. Chill. Well, no, this is Mike Mann of the Rapper Week TV the Podcast. Representing BMG all day. Just want to say a quick thank you to all the supporters and listeners of the podcast. Currently going up in 75 cities and 30 states. And 12 
cities internationally. So just want to uh, take a moment to say thank you, appreciate it, and very grateful for those who have given me a little bit of their time uh, doing this podcast. So going up in 75 cities, 30 states in the U.S., seven countries worldwide, 12 cities internationally. So we thank you, man. We're back, Rapper Weed TV Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man, representing BMG all day, a day. Talking about T Pain's rant, man. Now, I just, uh, you know, like I said, I, I got family members, and I don't want, like, my nephew, young Stu, I don't want him to feel no type of way or whatever. But, you know, there, now, and I can say this. It has been, and it was, in the beginning of his career. Beginning. You know, it, it would make sounds. And that's how it is in the beginning. You're going to try to sound like somebody else, but different. We try to do that. Like I say, life imitates art. Everybody does it. But in T-Pain's eyes, grand scheme, thinking about it overall, when you go to interact, with a A&R you're trying to perform in front of like a rap girl label or something don't go in there performing some shit that you have that sounds like somebody else that original shit that you thought wasn't a hit or you thought wouldn't do shit may actually be something because it sounds different the one that you were experimenting with and you didn't think, oh man, nobody ain't gonna like that shit. That usually is your true sound, so to speak. Like there are songs I was able to make and once you listen to it and think about it, like, oh shit, that's what type of artist I am. But when I try to make like a party song or kind of upbeat, catchy song, like, eh. You know, I'm an anti-social motherfucker. How the hell I'm gonna make a song by party? <laughs> when I ain't really fucking with nobody. Like, you know, so. But, uh, like I said, I don't want my nephew to feel no type of way or player P to feel no type of way. But, you know, in the beginning, you know, they we've all done it. You know, I've done it. Like, shit, when I first came out and was rapping, T.I. was one of my favorite artists. And that's who a lot of motherfuckers would say, oh, you trying to sound like T.I. Or, you know, but at the same time, when I would go back and listen, you know, overall, life imitates art. Listen to some of my shit, listen to his shit. <clears throat> listen to the things he's putting out. I'm saying some of the same shit he's saying, just trying to reword it. 
It's still the same shit. Not really original. It's original if I could say the same thing he's saying, but not use the exact words changed up. Just totally different words. But I'm giving you the same thought process. Like my shit. And then, like I said, Baby Mama used to ask me that shit. Like, why do you word your songs like that? Like, I'm trying to make a motherfucker think. I ain't trying to make no lazy ass, no dumbed down ass music. And I hate to say it over the years. Just think about it now. Has music been dumbed down? Yes. Yes, the fuck it has. Can't tell me otherwise. I've been there. I know. Motherfucker would go for the catchy, snappy-ass tune other than some shit over here that would make you really think. I've seen artists like Kendrick Lamar's and J. Cole come up in this motherfucker with some intellectual shits that they're spitting. Niggas are really spitting if you listen. But motherfuckers really ain't got the time to listen to some shit like that in a club. Or even at an open mic. You just want to hear the catchy shit. The upbeat shit. Some instances you will find, you know, culturally uh, diverse people who would want to sit and watch like the only place here in Dallas that I think that happened is at the opening bell when I used to perform at the opening bell cafe in Bistro downtown they had two locations one right there off the uh, rail line downtown and they had one over right by the police station performed them numerous time the biggest crowd I ever performed for was about 300 people and it was over there at the opening bell and that's because I was opening for a band that was kind of blowing up at the time a lot of people were there to see them but you know they hung around to watch everybody Now your average holding wall club, you ain't trying to hear some of this shit. Or some of this it's, it's just like when the shit playing off the radio that comes on the club. Some people might like Meg the Stallion, some people might love Meg the Stallion, some people might hate her fucking guts. Don't wanna hear none of that shit. Cardi B, same way. But it's the motherfuckers like the, the rap cities or the fucking uh gimme one, gimme one. I'll say Murder Mommy uh absolute Right People that are doing shit and saying shit that you really wouldn't, you know know to or know of them if you take the time to listen basically or the indigo automatics or the swelos of uh artists out of colorado 
female artist. Sleepy Garcia. You know. People like that. In my opinion. Original. Because they're really not sounding like nobody else. But you wouldn't know because... Because they don't sound like nobody else. If you had a show now. I've seen this shit happen hundreds of times. Because they don't sound like nobody else. Or it's no shit that you've heard of. Or it doesn't sound like no shit you've heard of. Niggas won't flat out leave. You actually paid $20 to come up in this bitch for five minutes. Okay. It's you. The club don't give a fuck. They got paid still. If you come your ass back in the door, that's another $20. That's how it's working. But <laughs> I've seen it happen plenty of times. Show going on. Artist gets up here with some upbeat shit sounding like the Franchise Boys or the Migos. Everybody's hip. Then you get an artist like. I don't know, Yola Franklin, uh, Honey Banks, like I say, uh, yeah, Indigo Automatic, you'll get people that come up here, and they may hang around, because they, these are, they're not sounding like no franchise boys, or no Ming the Stallion, or they're not sounding like them. They sounding like themselves. It's some original shit. Some new shit. New beats. Everything. But you wouldn't take the time to really listen. Because they don't sound like nobody else. That you like right now. That's how the music industry is, man. But T-Pain, man. T-Pain said what a lot of artists... He said some shit that a lot of artists need to hear. Uh, I hope it sends motherfuckers back to the drawing board before you even think about sending that shit to him. Now, the fact that he is even giving you the time to give you insight on your crowd, that should be an eye-opener for you. He's schooling you right now on what you possibly should be doing with your music so that that song that you were experimenting with the one that you think probably won't do shit may be your true sign it may be if it's not sounding like nobody else that's some shit that you really put your heart into and your feelings really pouring out into it but you don't think nobody's gonna like it cause it don't sound club trendy-ish or some shit so but yeah, let's see. Fuck bitches and get money. Fuck bitches and get money. Now think about how many songs you heard that. But why would you copy somebody else's music and then get mad at me when I say, we have that. Don't do that. We got it. We got it. You ain't never hear my voice. I'm not the same. You know what? You know how many times I fucking heard that shit? You ain't even heard my voice, but you made the same song. I don't even, I don't even know where your song is. 
I didn't even read your name when you just said that right now. Hmm. I, 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 no, what is that now? Out of the shit that you hear, be honest. If nobody promoted that shit or you heard it on the big radio stations or whatever, like you did, would you? You think that should be really popping? Like, uh, I don't know. Now, Cardi B. When I saw Cardi B on Love and Hip Hop, I instantly looked at that motherfucker. Said, Oh yeah. She about to be the next biggest thing. I know they about to pump everything they can into her ass to make her the next biggest star. Because for one, she has attitude. Two, she got a nice little look. So, that's all they need. Three, all she need is the money. Get that money, get that push, bam. She's out there. Worldwide now. But a lot of artists don't don't see this shit a lot of ways but we just bring you the content man because I'm quite sure you've seen it videos been viewed damn near 2 million times almost now but yeah man <laughs> I wonder if anybody else like little baby the baby little Uzi ready if they got mad at them or they felt some type of way hopefully not but you know you know, T-Pain is the OG. He's a heavyweight in the game. And if he's telling you some shit, you might want to listen. I mean, he ain't going to steal you wrong. Like, he's already been accomplished and he's done that. So, but y'all let me know what y'all think in the comments, man. Did you see the rant? Just go to T-Pain's page, man, on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> Artists, be original, man. Don't be scared to be original. That shit that you experiment with, hey, it might be the one to blow you up. I wish I would have followed my heart a lot of times doing that, but hey, you know. The only thing with me, I will say this, 
just I didn't get that push as far as the monetary, you know, push because you know, I had stipulations as far as the child support eating my ass up. Once that shit started digging into my pocket, now in the beginning of my career, I was able to, you know, fund a lot of shit, do a lot of shit. But once they start digging into your fucking pockets, yeah, that's when you have to learn to do a lot of shit on your own or try to do a lot of shit on your own. And, you know, that's how I kind of developed a lot of skills. Like, you know, you'll go from buying a beat. Now you're trying to learn how to make a beat. Instead of paying for a studio, you learning how to record yourself. Instead of paying for production and mastering, you gotta try to learn and do it yourself. So, a lot of instances when child support start digging in that ass, that's what I had to do. That's how I tried to overcome and adapt. And, you know, it is what it is. I don't think I ever stopped being an artist. Like, I can just like that. But, you know. A lot, it, it, it seems like the status quo or the mainstream, they're not trying to listen to a lot of original shit until somebody who's trending or trend-worthy hears it, discovers it, or shares it with somebody and, you know, shit spread like that, the word of mouth shit. But it has to get in the hands or the ears of the right person T-Pain being one of those people so before you go sending anything to him you better hope that shit doesn't sound like nobody else but hey he's hitting the nail on the head man y'all let me know what y'all think in the comments I'm your host Mike Man represent MBMG all day every day this is Rapper Week TV we're going up on all streaming platforms iHeartRadio Spotify Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts Anchor and more pocket cash also. Because I'm out circle forming because of COVID. I'm not passing. Whatever variant they got floating out there, give me six feet for that. Six feet for your pin ass button. You tap the notification button, add me to your playlist. We got a circle. Number big back wheels burning over here. Chill. Y'all stay safe, stay breezy, stay sanitized, stay dangerous, stay the fuck out the way, man. And stay tuned for another episode. Rap Week TV the podcast. I'm your host. Bike man, MBMG all day. Chill. We out.